Naked ABCs, the Kiss or Kill podcast, where we go toe to toe over every BNL song and decide if we will kiss it or kill it. And tonight, I have with me my co-host Stefan, Betsy, and Heidi, Hello. and Aaron. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, and also, am I like am I like the also appearing uh, credit? Yes, guest starring. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I was demoted from main cast in the last season. Contains traces of. Actually, we do have a guest starring tonight, though. We we have Trevor back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we do have a guest tonight. We have Trevor uh, coming Trevor. back. Trevor Cox, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be back. And uh, tonight we're going to be discussing maybe, or we're going to talk over each other quite a bit um, (laughs) about the song toe to toe. And so my question, well, if I'm going to give Aaron a second to kind of think about this, I don't have to, if you haven't heard about this song before, here's a quick snippet. So we go toe to toe, never knowing what our cards were, even though blow by blow, we cannot let down our guard We should know that if we show Just a small amount of kindness Then we won't go toe-to-toe anymore Ooh, I like that snip. It was good. Aaron, uh, what album's this off? I've been sitting on this one for a while until I was quite sure of myself before committing to the bit. Well, since I was a young boy, I disliked Silverball. <laughs> and you are correct. <laughs> and guys, I gotta say, last really? Silverball wow. song. Wow, what a milestone. We are Ooh. we are done with Silverball after oh, this for one. A it's the end of an what? era. <laughs> you may have just heard nice that sigh of relief that I let out. Um <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hopefully mean, it doesn't mean that we won't have Trevor back again because Trevor does some, come on to, to defend some, Silverball. Yeah, there's some That's good true. there's some good songs on Silverball. I, I know we like to pick on it. <laughs> Don't but, be busting the uh, silver balls. There's <laughs> uh, should we launch right into the breakdown? Sure. Why down. don't we? Down to the breakdown. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice. I thought you said it was time nice. for a breakdown. Very nice. That's awesome. Never that gonna get to it. Somebody please get uh, to <laughs> harmonize that. That's, that's, your that's theme my song, jam, crazy. man. And Vogue is totally like, <laughs> turn it up. Well, toe to toe. Toe to toe. Toe to toe. Was recorded right around 84 beats per minute. I have 83, so yeah. Oh, oh, find this out. 84, 83. Which one's right? I do you think they do you think they didn't use a click track for this, uh, Heidi? Because I don't think it seemed like it was maybe they used a 0.5 setting or something. It was like between beats. I I really it was hard for me to commit to 83 or 84, but. Uh, yeah, on on Dante, regardless, on Dante yes. by any other name, it's uh, it's a nice little. Uh, it's got that jangly. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a phrase here. Several words of which I'm sure I've used before to describe songs off Silverball. 
It's inoffensive, somewhat country-flavored pop rock ballad. Uh, it is definitely the profile of like 80% of that album. It's something that Ed does very well, so I can see why he he would go with it. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very much, as soon as I, I heard the song, I was like, oh, this is definitely Silver Bowl. Um, my relative pitch must be getting better because I somehow knew this song was in the key of G major. I went over to the piano and I was like, G, and it, 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 it was like, oh man, that felt really satisfying. Um, I really, I will say, one thing I really like about this song is the intro and the outro. Uh, the introductory guitar work, really mm. nice walk yeah. down from like C to B flat to A minor to G. It reminds me just a little of the intro to Dear Prudence, which is one of my favorite Beatles songs ever, possibly uh, yeah. my favorite Beatles mm-hmm. song. Uh, so I will say it has that going for it, which is nice. Uh, then we go into the verse, which now, Heidi, correct me if I'm wrong. I got a very simple G major to A minor seven to C major. I got G. I got G to A sus two to E minor seven oh, to C at nine. Oh, interesting. Wow, okay. this is exactly what I got, too. on fire but in the bridge i have a shifting of the five with d to e minor seven to c add nine but i could be wrong no i think you're probably (laughs) right Uh, i think you probably just analyzed it at a much uh, greater level of detail than i did uh but yeah i i the the three main flavors i'm hearing is uh g to a to c and Sorry, I'm just like hypnotized. Like, Heidi became a metronome for a moment. I'm really sorry. This isn't like it's a the video dog. podcast. The dog is destroying his bed <laughs> underneath my um, feet. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, did you now? I would call the verse and the chorus changes identical. Ooh, wow! That that dog destroyed that doggy bed. Uh, anyway, I, I would call the verse. Oh, look at the culprit right there. Yeah, again, once again, we need to be a video podcast. Percy Aldridge Granger, you're in deep crap. <laughs> but uh, would you would you agree with me that the verse changes and the chorus changes are more or less identical yes, for this absolutely. song? Absolutely, it's yeah. very very um, much the same kind of chord progression through the whole thing. Similar. Yes, this, Trevor. Trevor. What a student you are, to my teacher. <laughs> He's physically raising his hand. <laughs> you, Doctor Welch, Doctor Welch, tonight. There's a very slight <laughs> yes, change Trevor. between the verse and the chorus. Um, I don't, I don't want to interrupt your breakdown, mm. but there's uh, Ed. Ed plays this song in By bad gad tuning, but capoed on the fifth fret. So he, oh right, so okay. he's okay. Like the, Trevor. Right. I don't know the, I don't know names of chords Dad in Dad Get. I just know where to put my fingers. He's literally moving one finger. So instead of instead of going, oh wow, to where he would just go to the fifth fret on the E string for that last chord in the verse, he goes to the four first and then to the five. Like it's a very small change. And again, I don't know Dad Gad chords. So I'm happy you have like actual chord names for me. I now. got you. But I just sort of know like the tab of where to do it. Anyway, sorry, I did not mean to interrupt. But... No, thank you for sharing that. That's actually thank really you. interesting yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, but sharing yeah, I, is caring. Sharing is caring. And I, as, as someone who aspires to be a guitarist, but does not know from anything as far as like you could hold up a chord pattern and 
Uh, I guess I'll take that back. I, I can recognize like an A minor and an E and a C. I, I have a few that I can recognize, but for the most part, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a keyboard person. I don't know. So, I'm looking at uh, two guitars in insight. your background right now. Um, so. <laughs> 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 oh, just because I own them doesn't mean I play them well. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I aspire, like I said, aspiring guitarists. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I, I think that might be the trouble with Aaron on this song. There's not a lot of movement, uh, with the notable exception of the intro and the outro, and the uh, the bridge does change it up a little bit. Bridge is uh, mm. basically like a D up to E and then down to C, which repeats until you land back on the D, uh, which does admittedly resolve very nicely as a perfect fifth back down to G major for the verse changes. And then we get this really kind of... Um, twangy again country pop rock ballad guitar solo which i like and um i think one of my favorite things about it and this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment but i really did like the solo <laughs> but i really like that you could kind of without the vocals it made room in the stereo space for you to really hear the piano work that kevin's doing and he does really nice very kind of tasteful piano work throughout the entire song so i like that it was highlighted as part of that as well well um, he was highlighted outro, double in that part then because he was also that? he was also the guitarist during that during that solo. Oh, wow. Did he play the solo? Yeah, he played the guitar and the piano solo. Wow, it's another White Album connection, much like you would not have guessed that Eric Clapton played the guitar solo in While My Guitar Gently Weeps. I did not know that Kevin played the guitar solo in this song. Excellent guitar solo and piano work, Kevin. And I'm guessing, did he do some of the harmonies or was uh, um, Ed double tracking himself? I don't know because I don't, I, you weren't here last week when we talked about mm. this, but this was the album where he actually had tongue cancer. And oh, was, wow. not only yeah. had he had surgery, but it also was going through the through the uh, medicine and treatment for it at that time. Um, so that he has two songs on here, and there are some vocals, but I almost like I couldn't hear him as succinctly to, mm. in this one. And I almost wonder if this is one of those ones they had to record without him. Mm. Interesting, yeah, because it sounded I couldn't quite tell if it was Ed just double tracking or if. Uh, Sometimes when they blend, they blend really well, so it's mm -hmm. hard to tell. But uh, okay, well, interesting. Thanks for the the background on that. Um, but yeah, so I think I, that's, that's I'm, I'm very much uh, of mixed feelings about this song because I really like the intro and the outro. Uh, I I think I guess what irks me is I would love to hear a song based more around that kind of quasi mysterious sounding descending chord progression. Like if that had been the main chord progression for the song i think would have been a more interesting song and very much much different from the rest of the album as well so it's, it kind of leaves me with this like what might have been um <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna modify a very mean thing that um that steve jobs once reportedly said to uh, one of his employees uh <laughs> i'm gonna say this is like somebody took a really nice handmade brioche bun and then stuck like a mcdonald chamber in the middle of it there's Ooh. nothing wrong with mcdonald's hamburgers but like the <laughs> intro and the outro are so nice I, i'm just uh you know just by comparison i just am not as taken with the uh the meat in the middle of that particular sandwich 
Um, but anyway, well, you we got will... some nice stuff in the middle. You got that beautiful, so- the beautiful well, solo is very good. Solo. solo is very good. They used, um, I don't know, art- artisanal <laughs> onions. <laughs> We're going to continue the burger. They I don't caramelized know. the uh, onions for that. Yeah, they caramelized those. They, they really did. They Dijon caramelized onions. The Dijon mustard, <laughs> the fanciest Dijon ketchup. Um, <laughs> But anyways, no. So um, this is me trying to say, like, I'm 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 torn on this because I like a lot of things about this song. But um, so, anyways, we're going to call our intro and outro chord progressions our A section. Um, we could theoretically call the verse and chorus both B because they're the same chord progression more or less. But as Trevor pointed out, there is subtle change, and let's you know be precise in our language. It's changing up the melody, so we call the verse B the chorus C, which means the bridges are D sections. We have. Intro A, verse 1B, chorus C, verse 2B, chorus C, bridge D, guitar solo B, chorus C, and outro A. Uh, lovely work, as I said, on the piano throughout from Kevin. And now that I know that, thank you for sharing. Uh, very, very nice guitar solo as well. Nice. So, Stefan, <clears throat> this is the tour yeah. that you and I went to see in Portland. Oh, okay. Wow. That's cool. Um, yeah. But here's that the problem. Fun. And it's this, I guess you could call this is the trouble with Tracy for this week. <laughs> Um, which is more with the tour than it is with the album. Okay. As I was looking it up, they played this song 14 times during the 2015 tour. They played it 21 times total. They played this for this song 14 times in a row. Every what? night for 14 nights. <laughs> oh, I thought nights. you meant like that was the entire concert. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I would, I would really have, have a problem that. with that. I would have respected that. They're just totally um, messing with the audience. But here's the part I have I have a problem with, with this tour. Um, so going back, I was looking through it, and it, this kind of goes back to something that we discussed, I think, mm-hmm. the last time you were on, Trevor, is no variety in this tour on the American tour part of it. Um, so one third of the way through the American tour, they decided to put toe to toe in the mix. Now, before that, they had a little variety in the songs that they were playing, but they were playing almost the same songs every night, just in a different order. Then they get to the, the one third way mark of this tour. And they played almost exactly the same song in the same order every single night for 14 nights in a row. They played wow. get, oh. get Back Up, The out, the Old Apartment, Odds Are, Gonna Walk, Toe to Toe, Brian Wilson, Narrow Streets, Who Can It Be Now? Because this is the one where they had Colin Hay. Finally, at this point in the, the, court, in the song progression, they had variation. They would play either Matter of Time, which was 80% of the time, Piece of Cake, or Here Before. Then they would play Passcode, Did I Say That Out Loud, Duct Tape Heart, Pinch Me, Light Up My Room, which they moved that in the order twice. Big Bang Theory, One Week, Million Dollars, Rap, and then their encore was Drawing and Rock and Roll. Oh. That every single night, fourteen nights in a row. Why did they do this to themselves? 
Like that is going to be boring to do the same thing every single I night. They... <laughs> I can't remember one song much more. Much less like old concerts worth. So for me, like that repetition <laughs> would really help. <laughs> I'd have it nailed down. But these guys really are, are in there. so talented. You know, they can do whatever. I mean, if I, if, if I had to hazard a guess, I would say that maybe the, the tour was sort of uh, put on faster than they would have liked or you know it sounded like there was quite a bit going on with some of their personal lives so they may have just said look let's just nail down a set list we'll get the we'll get really good at these songs we'll play it through um i i would probably agree it'd be nice to maybe at least vary the song order up but again they may have just kind of said like these songs flow well together let's just hammer it out play um you know unless somebody was doing like the grateful dead thing and following them around Probably wasn't a big deal, but I mean, I'm sure there probably are people like like the fish head people who who just what do we call them? B and L heads. Yeah. Uh, naked followers. Naked. The ladies room. <laughs> the ladies room. Oh. I think that's for some. The ladies room. <laughs> but I mean, there were people that year that complained about that. They're like, I saw them three oh, times go. in New England, and they played exactly the same stuff, and I was like. No, that I, it probably was some. No, I looked it up on the, I looked it up on the uh, setlist.fm, and no, it was the fourteen nights in a row of exactly the same songs. But I don't in know. The same I, they, order. they strike me as a band that before a tour they like they figure out a show, and then once that is the show, they tour the show. And yes, they might change up a little bit every once in a while, but I feel like there's a lot less variability just in general lately with the tours. So I think it could be part of that. Yeah, too. I think lately that's true. I agree too. I, I wouldn't. I would say in the old days that no. wasn't the case, and now but I agree it too is. with what Aaron said. He probably they probably figured out like these ones flow well together. This sounds good. Um, I, 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 they have families too, mm-hmm. right? I think they're quite <laughs> family focused, right? Well, and for, their family were for band. Their family was with them on this tour because I remember oh, nice. specifically yeah, them mentioning that. Tour with them. That's oh. really cool. Mm-hmm. I remember. So, I remember that's what um, I was thinking. that that uh, Jim was saying that his kids were out in the out in the bus, and Tyler was saying his daughters were out on the bus. So I remember that specifically on that tour. So, yeah. I wonder if they're teaching their kids how to how to play and how to sing. Maybe. Hope I, so. I've never seen anything with Jim with the kids. I, uh, Tyler's had them, them on when they've done the um, selfie cam jam series. I don't think I've seen any right. of Jim's kids on there. He has. He had them on a uh, like a little balcony once. It was just like one song, one time randomly during the pandemic. Yeah, I remember that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Check. So um, talking about that tour, did, I did assume you said you you did go and see them on that tour. Did they play toe to toe the night you saw them? Yes. Oh, did they? Did, they? Oh. did they do what they did when I saw them and played toe to toe? Did Kevin do the solo on just a keyboard, and were you super disappointed like I was? Yes, I was. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> wanted that guitar solo because I agree that's one of the best parts of the song. I love it, and they came to that part. Yeah, it is. And it was just keyboards, and I was. Kind of disappointed. 
Yeah, and, and it makes sense now. Like if he was doing both parts, but I don't see why Ed couldn't have stepped in and done that. Well, I I, I go back to the dad gad tuning on this. I I <laughs> before yeah. I realized this was in dad gad, I I sort of figured out a not correct way to play the song, kind of get through it. But then I could play the solo on standard tuning and then i figured it oh it's a dad guy so i figured out dad guy and i can't do the solo at all so i think kevin's probably playing in standard right. and that would make it hard to do that swap as well not that he couldn't like i certainly could do something different with the solo like it doesn't have to be exactly like as on the album like he certainly could have done a different solo but i wanted to hear the one that kevin did <laughs> and i didn't <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it was disappointing, but I could get why. Mm. Now, I did want to say, uh, and I feel like, again, I, I feel like I should preface this and give some some context because I don't want to, be, I don't want it to seem like I'm beating up on, on Silver Bowl. But it did not help that the first time that I heard the song was right after work. No, it was a little after work because the sun was setting. I, I went outside to go for a walk. It was pretty cold out. So even though it was like after work and the sun was setting, it kind of felt like it was early morning and the sun was rising. I'm listening to the song and walking along and it just, it had the feel of a coffee commercial. <laughs> it, it really felt like I was in a coffee commercial. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's still the best part of I have levied this particular criticism of songs from Silver Bowl before, and I really don't want to come across as a bully or a hater. It, I think if 2.5 is an average song, I don't think I've rated very many songs lower than that throughout the entire catalog we've reviewed thus far. So I think it's important to remind people, you know, this is um, a band that has a real treasure trove of amazing songs. They run the gamut as far as genre and presentational style. Um, and, you know, most of them are on snack time. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite album. Thank you, Stefan. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, they can't, they can't all knock it out of the park for everyone. You know, it can't be everything oh. to everyone. <laughs> oh, ah. I'm getting good at this, guys. I'm getting good. Wow. At this. <laughs> this is impressive. <laughs> yeah. You found the passcode to my heart, uh, Aaron. Nice. <laughs> nice. Baby. You said nice, nice. Nice, nice, baby. Um, but no, uh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it, you know, it didn't it didn't blow me away, but it's it's a solid song. It's certainly not a bad song. Uh, and there are things that I really like about it, especially the intro, the outro, and that that uh, the piano work and the and the guitar solo really good. So you uh, really like the intro and outro? I did. I I, I don't you know. Seven, are you I sure? Think the jury's out on that. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I uh, talk about how much I like it again? I just, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> okay. <much>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want there to be any uh, any uh, controversy here. Or uh, I, I'm having know. doubts. Yeah, I'm I'm tired know. of fighting with all of you. Sure. Oh uh, yeah, that's a different song. Yeah, I'm well, sure he'll go toe to toe with. I, ironic that last week's song was uh, "Tired of Fighting" because this song, I mean, toe to toe, kind of implies you know people are fighting. It seems to be um, this is a good. This is my ham-handed segue into the lyrical discussion. If you hadn't noticed, <laughs> uh, seems to be about you know it's another relationship song. It's about maybe two people who. Um, uh, are, are fighting or going through a period of strife uh, and you know the the gist I got from the, the the lyrics for me was hey 
loves a gamble every time. You never know how it's going to turn out, but it is worth giving it a shot. Wow, that's positive. <clears throat> yes. It's it also is. the words. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you think the song's about? I, I agree with Aaron, um, but I think it's not just a couple going through a hard time. I get the feeling they've been fighting for a long time. Um, mm. when, especially when you get to that. I don't want to jump ahead, but when you get to um, the bridge, mm-hmm. um, more than yeah. half a life away, it's got to amount to something. We're still standing here today. It's not a hit and run thing. So I feel like they didn't just give up after one argument. It's got to count for something. Do you think that maybe his wife hit him with the car and and drove mm. off? And that's whoa. What... <laughs> I don't get that feeling. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> That'd be a very more. different song. A different version of in the car. That'd be more of a Steven song. <laughs> that's a song we can't oh, discuss yeah. tonight um but, <laughs> yeah we definitely can no, i get i get the feeling it's it, they've they've been fighting for a while um I don't, I don't know there's a few parts i don't like can someone explain the there are instances when i no longer see your face but i can plainly hear your voice what is what is he getting at there I think it's kind of like that Charlie Brown's teacher where they, he keeps hearing like, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> but he doesn't even be human anymore. He just hears the same Sorry, you sound like a You sound like a trombone. <laughs> With a mute. That, that's, a very, that's a very good point, Tracy, but it's... it's... <laughs> teacher voice yeah i hope that you know that you're trevor you don't know me enough yet but like i it's at work here if somebody's like hey does anybody have an inflatable dinosaur costume i'm like why yes i do i have three of them you, which you are a national I, treasure does anybody have a a the abominable <laughs> snowman from uh, Rudolph. Yeah. Yes, yes, wow. uh, hey, do you have anybody have a Funko Pop of Mr. Rogers? I need to get a laser pointer so we can turn these cats into one little neat row again. <laughs> nice one, Trevor. <laughs> we have gone off got the, the rails. The but... Dwight bobblehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Nice. Heidi, like if nice. we gave her a soundboard <laughs> in front of her. We would never mm. hear her opinion ever again. She would just be constantly we just hear laser beams. But, yeah, I'd just be punctuated a lot with different sound effects. I think you'd still hear her. My take on that was this. So the way that I hear this song is that it is Ed singing about being on the road and how no. it tears on his relationship. And so like, I no longer see your face. Like there's oh. when I'm on the road, I no longer am able to see you, but I can plainly hear your voice <laughs> over the phone. Um, so, so going back to what I was trying to make for a point before Heidi totally sidetracked us. Um, I, I get the feeling that this song is is about Ed talking about his relationship with mm-hmm. with um, Natalie and how like being on the road. They I think there there was fighting that was going on but being on the mm-hmm. road means that he can't see her as much as he would like yeah. to i think that also goes back to the i'm convinced i'm stronger when standing in one place but sometimes i don't have oh, the okay. choice 
Well, also, there's a body of water between us in this case. He means mm-hmm. it literally as well as figuratively, perhaps. Yes, that was the um, other thing I was thinking made made sense once I went with that analogy. Or, or that is my favorite line, by the way, of the song. There's a body of water dividing you and me. I'm not afraid of getting wet. Yeah, I'm not afraid of getting wet. sorry sorry i forgot i forgot we were trying to do a clean episode maybe took a shower that's the best way to get clean is going in the water i mean i mean yeah yeah that's all he was going for a swim (laughs) oh wait i got some scope breast here will that help have some right there going for a swim that's I'll spray this on and see if this this freshens our mouths. Freshens our breath. (laughs) Well, while Aaron Aaron recovers from the hot sauce I just put in his mouth. (laughs) No, Life Boy. That's some stuff from Christmas Story. Yeah. Life Boy soap. Like uh, Christmas Story. Waiting on a bar of soap. I think that's a band. But the other thing is, I think like he, it goes along with that more than half of life away, mm-hmm. like in terms of, he's using distance, but it's really trying to talk about time and that like mm. more than half his life he's been with this person. And that's got to there. There's something to that. Like, it's not just a throwaway thing, like throwing away this relationship means throwing away a lot. Yeah. 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 Literally, something you have to put work into, you know, I mean, I think. A lot of times at first are quite easy. You're in the honeymoon phase. Everything's roses and uh, and butterflies. Yeah. And then after a while, it's like, well, this is a human being and they've got flaws like everybody else. And well, you know what, Aaron? Yes, Heidi. Every rose has its thorn. Oh, just like every cowboy sings, sings a sad, sad, sad song. Yep. Two breakdowns. Of I, that, that is the. That's tell me. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Tell me you went to music school without telling me you went to music school. <laughs> <laughs> when you sing the melody, but it's the chords that you're singing instead of the lyrics. That's every other like jazz musician I went to school with does that. Um, this Aaron, is, that would be the dorks other prop- for a thousand. <laughs> yes, they are dorks. <laughs> This would be the other problem that I have. The other trouble with Tracy I have with this song is that, I mean, he doesn't sound exactly the same with every song on this album. However, he is saying exactly the same message pretty much with every song on this album. I'm sorry. Our relationship's better than this. Let's work it out. Let's make this work. You said it, not me. I mean, Tracy. You've got it with here before. I thought I'm working on the wrong side, but maybe it's the wrong bed. You can get tangled up and do your best to try landing on your feet and still wind up landing on your head. Matter of time, which that one could be re- read as a Steve song more than anything. So could everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then duct tape heart. It wasn't pieces till the city said. Stuck it together now, beats again. Uh, say what you want. Did you just fail to mention? Maybe I can make you smile again. Make you smile and after a while say. Like all of these, hold my hand. And when you come around, when you come around, I'll let you know how I missed you. 
Jurassic Park. And toe to toe, piece of cake. Never wanted out. I was leaning on the door when the whole thing fell to the ground. Thought I was about to make it go away. Maybe tuck it where it's safe and sound. Globe trot. Doesn't matter any of it happened before. Maybe it was locked, but you still opened the door. You kinda got held up, mind in the store. Silver ball. Had it all. There and back again. I destroyed the ring. On the attack again. The multi ball. songs about relationships that need to stay and need to be worked on and that relationships are hard and and that i've made a mistake will you please forgive me is is kind of the center of every single one of the songs on this album that ed wrote doesn't that make them all perfect to fit on this album if they're all on that same theme i really do think yeah i i agree with trevor there i think i like silver i know you hate silver balls so much so much <laughs> up my face. Um, but i i really the more i listen to it the more i enjoy silver mall as a whole so yeah i mean i i, I certainly that's why when i sang the line i said i disliked silver ball not that i hate it. i think hate is a strong word and there it's are a very strong words. there are there are songs that i like on it and there are a few songs that really surprised me um, the other thing is that this is actually interesting, <laughs> interesting observation that Tracy made about the nature of the of the album being it's sort of about maintenance, which is not sexy, but it's important. It's like it reminds me of guy. something that Bill Bailey once said, talking about um, he does a clean the uh, the Hindu gods. There's Brahma, the creator. There's Shiva, the destroyer, and there's Vishnu, the maintainer. And he always had to feel bad for Vishnu, the maintainer. Wait, did you say Bill Bailey said that? Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite. Did he ever come home? Oh, (laughs) won't you come home, Bill Bailey? (laughs) (laughs) Trevor, I'm so sorry you had to join us on an evening such as this. I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) Never apologize. They're all come up with a better background because they're all all like never apologize. Oh, I need a cool background. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's well, apologize for some things. I mean, I'm gonna apologize for like I don't the, know what the the perhaps painting my house purple less less exciting but very important work of maintaining or repairing a relationship is important. And um, you know, I could see this is kind of a very middle aged album. You know, it's 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 um yeah, it's a very it's a very grown up album. And uh, there are there's a lot to be respected there, I think. So as much as I, I like to make jokes, um, yeah, I do think that Silver Ball is I, I think if people just constantly heard uh, us cracking jokes or whatever, and, and they might get the wrong impression because I do think it's better than than you might think based purely on us doing that. But it is it is not my, amongst my favorites. <laughs> I was listening to the whole album today to get ready for tonight, and something occurred to me, which um, I think more than any other BNL album, I really like the middle of this album 
more mm. than the beginning and the end. And I don't know if I feel that way about the other That's ones, but I feel like from passcode to piece of cake is like my favorite part of the album. I like passcode yeah, a lot. So I, 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 agree. I could see that. I could, I could see that. Yeah. Has it occurred to anyone else not to be the BNL conspiracy theorist? Oh, that, uh -oh. um... <laughs> here we go. Hold on to your um, Can we play the X-Files theme here? I think that this could, especially since it's post-page, it could have been about him and Steve, possibly. Mm. Um, just because, well... Yeah, I mean, I, th I thought that body of water dividing you and me, you know, kind of tipped me off a little bit. But then, yeah, I mean, if if he's on tour, too, and his wife's in Canada or, if, you know, whatever. But just putting that out there as a possibility. Yeah, I mean, I could see it kind of, but I to me, it works better with the as as a analogy uh or reading of of him and his wife gotcha mm. but that's just for me sometimes the simplest mm. explanation is the right one. <laughs> <laughs> well who's to say it's not a little bit of both too like he could have been sifting through his feelings um regarding his, yeah. his wife and then thought you know wow i kind of not doing this in a shipping way, folks. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, like he kind of feels the same way about his friendship, you know, and uh, and musical partnership with Steve. Maybe I do like that line. Just if that, if we show just a small amount of kindness, then we won't go to toe to toe. I was anymore. just about to like, ask about like, that. Like again, my my read on this was it's a couple that's been fighting for a really really long time. Do you think they they're so used to just fighting that if they just switched gears a little? Showed a little kindness, then things would be better. Or and I and I, th yeah. I thought this too, and I don't want to think this because I want to believe that in the end of the song, everybody's happy and everything's great. But do, if they've been fighting for so long, is the small about of kindness breaking up, and that they won't go toe to toe anymore? Like they're just fighting, 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 fighting. Just give each other a little bit of kindness, and just give the space, and just be done, and no more going toe to toe. And again, I don't want that to be the case. I, I hope I'm wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that there are times in, in any relationship where if you like mapped out all the various choices that people made, you know, things could be so different. You think about the butterfly effect. I, I think this is kind of more of a universal observation. You know, if we were all just a little kinder to each other. Um, I, I think a little small effort in every little interaction that we have with other people uh, could really make the world quite different. And uh, I think you can, you can see that sometimes when somebody just says something nice or does something nice for you and it really kind of changes your attitude on the whole day and everything. Uh, it's not something we think about. It's not something that we're really conscious of most of the time, but um, yeah, I think maybe it could just be like, Hey, you know, let's take some time out. Let's uh, try and be cognizant of what we say and how we say it and what we do. And, you know, maybe, we can make a better effort to understand each other. I think it, it leaves less room for misinterpretation. You get into a, I, I guess I don't want to speak universally here, but I, I, I have certainly been in relationships where the other person would take whatever I said and interpret it in the worst possible way immediately. And then you're just having a fight instantly. And it's like, whoa, let's back up. 
let's back up. Maybe ask me what I meant, or I'll ask you what you meant. Let's not make assumptions. Let's not just start immediately right. retaliating. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying this because I've been uh, reading up on the Cuban Missile Crisis lately. But uh, <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about what Betsy was saying about uh, how it could be a relationship with Steve, or or a couple of the band members just not getting along, and I can see how that would be a possibility. Um, but I, based on what I've been reading of the lyrics and stuff, I, I would have to agree with, uh, like a love or relationship that is outside of the band, um, because of the distance thing, because of, um, you know, being able to travel and love is a gamble, uh, stuff like that because of, I mean, you can be in love with somebody in the band, but usually you wouldn't say that if you are, you know, uh, just a bandmate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but he's used. It seemed like it's more intimate. He has used he has used um, relationship analogies and what we've thought have been uh, mm. being it, it band discussions before. <laughs> Going back to the kindness land, Aaron, I really like what you said about that. I like, I think that's way better reading than what I had. So thank you. Cool. I think it's a more positive line than it could not be. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I yeah. hope so. I, I'd like to be optimistic about yeah. it. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Optimism. I, I think uh, I, I agree. As per the usual, I think the bridge is the best part, uh, lyrically speaking. Um, it's it's where it kind of cuts right through to the meat and potatoes of the song. <clears throat> meat and potatoes. <laughs> I know I've picked on not this song, but this album. But this is one of the songs that I I like a little bit more than the others on this album. What's um and, and so you know, I, I I like the song. Is it one that I... S- Don't strain yourself, Tracy, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I sit there and I, I... I don't listen to this song. I let it kind of hit me and listen in the background kind of with this song. Um, I might kind of just kind of sing along with it a little bit, but I don't listen to the meaning of this song. When I do, it's it's an interesting uh, focus, but just because I hear so much of the rest of this album on this topic, and I think that's one of the reasons that I didn't play this album like from the well, start I- over and over again like I did with some of the other albums is because it is a... He keeps coming back to the same idea over and over again, and by like halfway through the album, I was like... I get okay. I get it. I get it, Ed. <laughs> I get it. I, I I agree with you on that, Tracy. And and actually, I kept thinking, "Piece of Cake" is very similar in a lot of ways lyrically, as far as or <laughs> m- musically. So I kept getting here we go toe to toe and but if you go it was a piece of cake but baking cakes not easy it's almost the same where it sounds so similar so as i was thinking about toe to toe i kept going so you go and i kept thinking piece of cakes 
chorus was in this song for some reason because it just kind of fit in so i kept going oh yeah that's the one with the piece of cake but making cakes not easy i'm like no that's a different song but musically they're very very similar in the chorus of of those so i they're, well, and they're back to my back. husband keeps saying what they he he put toe to toe and then the next song after is piece of cake <laughs> i know and but if you listen to them aren't they like piece of cake scores and toe to toe scores are mm -hmm. like very very similar and randy my husband keeps saying i don't understand why you're going like i think i'm this is my 25th time or something this summer i don't know i should probably get a present from them for our 25th anniversary um and say uh, he's like, you keep going to see them, but they sound the same. Like, I don't understand how you can listen to one band so much. And I was like, no, that's not really, that's not true at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. Um, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, these two sounds like this sound album. Yeah. That was like Tracy is getting a lot sick of similarities. Of I'm not drinking your haterade, Tracy. Don't bring it's me the It's nice dark and stuff. cold. We just pulled it out Look of the fridge. Dark side. Drink the <laughs> haterade. Cookies. No, Tender. you don't. I'll tell you, that cold you. heart, that cold heart <laughs> in the middle of the summer, like really kind of cools <laughs> you down. Wow. Heidi's launching off. That, that, that's how, yeah, she's launching off into space. She is serious, man. <laughs> serious. She's not going on to the dark side, right, Chewy? Where's Chewy? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gargling with some alcohol. Amazing. <laughs> Heidi, is your <laughs> so why the... Heidi? What's your There's dog's name? Chewy. Like Alcor. Never-ending story. He's like, I do not appreciate whoa, this. Whoa. No, this is animal abuse. I need to report you. <laughs> this is Percy Granger, <laughs> Percy Aldridge Granger, named after the um, really bizarre, eclectic um, um, composer from. Uh, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't mean to deal with you so much, but wow, I, I also have a incredible. pet named Percy. That's why I was John. John Zorn. Okay, I got it. Oh, his name okay. is John Zorn. It's it's kind of obligatory now. If I get a dog, I got a no, name. Good, if good I ever get a dog, name. I'm gonna name him John Zorn. No, <laughs> Percy Granger was an eclectic wind ensemble composer. Yeah. Jenna Zorn. Jenna Z. I should have named him Falcor. Should have named him Falcor. Missed opportunity. He, he looks like a mini Falcor. When, when you said Percy Granger, I immediately went like, no, Percy would never marry Hermione. Hermione might insist on her last name, but he no, would never. You gotta miss, be yeah. a concert band geek to know Percy yeah, Granger. Yeah, yeah. Aaron knows Percy uh, Granger, right? You know, yeah, of course. I'm trying to think. Think it's your posy. Great to have a dog named Schoenberg. <laughs> Schoenberg. <laughs> he might have a few screws loose. <laughs> well. Yes. He'd be barking in 12 toes. I'm going to be barking if we keep going down this this wonderful path. That's my fault, sorry. So let's... <laughs> no, what's our rating this yeah. week? Um, Why don't we give this how, how many, many Mike Tyson punch-outs? <laughs> how many Mike Tyson punch-outs? Because they're going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Uh, uh, I was going to oh, go with like anti-fungal creams, but... 
for friendship. What is it? Fungi nail. How many fungi nail treatments do we give this? What well, is the um? How many athletes? What, oh, yeah, I was gonna say what. I don't what know. Is the, um, John John Madden used to do commercials for him. <laughs> it's like the athletes. Uh, no, oh, no, look, no. Uh, not look for men. Top notch How many sprays of tinactin? Tinactin. How many tubes of tinactin? How, how many how many tenactins do you give <laughs> this song? <laughs> so the thing is, you got, you, got, you got the fungus on your feet. You take tenactins. Sorry, that was my terrible John Madden. What you see is, well, this guy doesn't even know. You see, you see, the thing is, and this guy here, he doesn't even. We're know gonna go guy. down a wrong path here. Any overly. Any, any like overly enthusiastic voice immediately more. You tried so, so hard to get us back on track. Yep. Oh my gosh, I keep trying. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies. Yep. All, all around. How many tubes of tenactin uh, would you rate? Tracy, you always go last. Like. I'm putting you on the spot. How many tubes of tenactin would you award this? I'm song? gonna give this one of the higher ratings I have on this album. Mm. Um, a three point oh. seven three. I All think right. it's, that's very it's respectable. A, it's a good song. It's Ooh. pretty. Um... How does he come up with these numbers? <laughs> he compares them like... to other songs that he feels are in the same arena. Maybe. I mean, that was yes? the honest answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a some sarcastic way to respond to him. But yeah, nah, it. just. Uh... just concede. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, <laughs> teacher called on you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Stefan <laughs> <laughs> was happy eating a bowl of ice cream. Now he's gonna. <laughs> Sorry, Percy Granger ate my homework. <laughs> well, if John Cage had written it, it wouldn't have even existed. <laughs> it was just a blank, blank piece, piece of paper. paper. <laughs> we are just throwing down the, the homework, music jokes, Aaron. I'm just. The homework is formed. In your mind, it's the space between the notes. <laughs> Stephanie, are you enjoying this time they're giving you to think? <laughs> yeah, we're doing yeah, what we can to think, solve for you. Seven. Think about what tonight in school you can. <laughs> think, 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 think. <laughs> well, I'll be back. Trevor's never <laughs> coming so, back. How many more songs until we're done with this, Tracy? Fifty-two. Oh gosh. Today's okay. episode is sponsored by Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a simple song. Um, I kind of like I like the the sound of it, and um, to be honest with you, I I thought it was Steve singing at first, and then he had to like, no, Steve was not in the band anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. So I had to re-listen. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, because I, for me, I'm not musically inclined. I mean, I can't carry a note if it was strapped to my back. So it was like. Hearing Ed and hearing Steve, they sound the same to me. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But uh, uh, but um, there's some songs that just really stand out. Like, okay, this is Steve, and I like it. But this one, I thought, sounded like Steve, and I liked it. So um, It sounds like Steve, Steve and I what liked I it. <laughs> exactly. There you go. I thought it was simple. Um, it had a great, great sound to it. Um, I thought the lyrics were simple. Um, they weren't profound, but I mean, it leaves it up to the imagination for translation. Uh, so I like that. So, um, you know, I think I'm going to rate this uh, like a 3.5 to next. 
I think that's reasonable. The exact same score you gave Tired of Fighting with you last week. What's that? <laughs> no kidding. Toe to toe with Maybe them? Maybe I'm just tired of fighting about these songs. <laughs> tired. <laughs> tired of fighting with you. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Heidi? I really do like this song. Duh. Um, I really do like this song. It's enjoyable. Um, it's told you so. Sad. Um, it's not like a happy Heidi Muppet song like most are. Mm. Um, but I think I will give this. <laughs> I'm going to give this three point eight to Nactons. You know, you've been sitting there picking on me all episode long, and you only gave it a .07 more than I did. (laughs) Yeah, I may rethink my choices. (laughs) (laughs) I chose poorly. Aaron, how about you? Well, it would appear I am definitely well in the running for drinking the Haterade tonight. Uh... I will have you know, I awarded the title track, Silver Ball, a solid 4. I awarded Piece of Cake a 4.05. And I awarded Passcode a 4.35. I did not enjoy this one as much as those songs. It certainly is above average. Uh, I would say, you know, it's it's a fairly average, um, you know, kind of country twangy pop rock ballad, uh, Latter-day BNL song on the surface. But <laughs> I would say the intro, the outro, Stefan, I did that just for you. And the uh, the guitar solo and piano work elevated quite a bit above. And I would award it 3.2 tubes of Tenactin. <laughs> Can I slide in one tube of Preparation H as well? Does that increase or lower your score? <laughs> yeah, what is what are, what are you saying by that? <laughs> We're yeah. not no don't I don't that's more I need what's, to edit. What's the ex, what's the exchange rate of preparation age to tonight then? Yeah. We need a rubric or something. Betsy, uh, how many tubes of Tenactin do you give this song? Well you didn't answer <laughs> Stefan's question. Tenactin. That's kind of rude, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Not most you are. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. No, um, I'm one of those oddball fans of Silverball. Um, so, but <laughs> Trevor just gave you a thumbs up. Yay! Thank you, Trevor. <laughs> um, Minions, put your thumbs away. <laughs> nice, <to>, yeah. <laughs> nice to feel supported. Um, so, uh, I I like the song. I don't like it a it's not one of my favorites, but it's um, something that lyrically I resonate with. Um, and the music's really pretty. It's really simple. Um, I can, you know, definitely hear that some of these characters, not characters and things, something else now, some of these, uh, the people that he's talking about um have what i'm gonna say i'm gonna cite a, a shoddy psychologist dr phil <laughs> uh but it is a valid emotional response called like the sunburn emotion or emotional sunburn it sounds like these people are definitely like afflicted with this mm. and so that when they even try to discuss anything it's a big deal and it's a big blow up and if you know if they would just you know chill out and put some aloe vera on that burn they would actually probably be able to communicate a little better and, you know, use a little kindness. So 
I think that's a great message. Um, but Percy. I I would give it a three point six. Ooh, I'm lowest still. <laughs> Send your hate mail to me at uh, I don't care at joeway.com. We're not all that far apart, but let me I'm see. Ruin your Why average. don't we see where Trevor lands <laughs> on okay. this? It's not a five. It's not a five <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm going to go higher. Five. Here um, it comes. This is probably my favorite song on Silver Ball. That's fine. That's um, I, I think I've mentioned it before and I've been on. I really like generally give me an acoustic guitar. I'm happy. Um, so this to me is the standout acoustic guitar song on the album. Okay. Um, in that way, it sort of reminds me of for you for you is a better song and for you was definitely, I'm not on that. That would be, yeah. Like that for would be you is one of the best songs sure. ever. Uh, I know I wasn't on that episode, but just letting you know. Um, but, um, I do really like this song. Um, I I do agree with Aaron, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but uh, the intro is fantastic. I love the guitar solo. Um, the one thing I feel uh, is missing, and um, I feel bad saying this because Tracy mentioned why it could be, um, I feel like I'm missing the other guys in the harmonies on this song. Um, like... You can, yeah, I don't know really if they're singing on it yeah. or not, or if it's straight. Like, I, I only hear Ed. Mm. Like, I hear Ed doubled up. I tried to really listen. I don't know if the other guys are singing at all, but I feel like for a band uh, that is so known for their harmonies, I feel like they should just do that all the time. <laughs> like, right. Um, yeah. So I feel like that's, that's missing that's a bit on this that's song. But that's like my only real criticism. Again, I I, I love the acousticness of it. It's the standout for me, the standout acoustic song on the album. I like the placement on the album. I know that often that gets talked about different songs on the show, but I really like that it comes right after Narrow Streets and before mm-hmm. Piece of Cake because I think they BNL switches up genres and styles on their albums so well. And you're going from Narrow Streets, which is probably Jim's most rocking song ever <laughs> that he's ever done. Yep. And he goes straight into this total flavor change. And then I, even though piece of cake is a bit similar, it's a lot more poppy. I, if yes. that makes sense. So I, I really like its placement on the album. I um, agree with you, Trevor. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> At first I thought you said Meryl Street. <laughs> I'm like, what does Meryl Streep have to do with it? Meryl Streep doesn't Streep's give any Oscars. Meryl Streep's so I, plural. I would Multiple be... Meryl Streep's. Hmm. Or would they be only Meryl's Streep? Only if it's hers. Streep. Only if it belongs to Meryl. <laughs> then it's, then it's Meryl's Streep. Yeah. Where's the apostrophe? For <laughs> Um, I almost I almost rated this Meryl Streep's. Um, is it acting? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would, <laughs> how choose this all right so again i'm gonna go higher Sorry, than i'm gonna give this song connected? a 4.5 i seek it out all the time Ooh. Mm. Nice. wow Ooh. again Very i think i said nice. this last time i was on for uh serendipity you could take me out of the average for your final real scores <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> no 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 this is no that's not the way it yeah. works Whoever and, yeah, you. We, we want you to like you know we we like to do uh we like to revisit at the end of the year so you know mm. maybe maybe I'll I'll give this some time 
and try and be a little more Can kind. Can you give me some parsley and, and sage? And, and maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll raise my score at the end of the year. I'll put an asterisk to it, Tracy. We'll, we'll revisit it. Well, if you give it a higher score, then you know that Heidi's going to just look at you and said, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's next week's song. Told you so. Uh, but guys, yeah, you nice know what? This transition. is our last Ooh. Silver Ball Whoa. track. We made it through Silver Ball. Congratulations. You have to let it go. Oh. It's time to let go. Perhaps one day I'll <laughs> grieve, or I never will. Oh, my gosh. That must be the next song. Time to let go. Oh, my oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. Show. Let it go. Oh yeah, we're gonna do uh Disney songs next. We're gonna do oh, let, it let it go. Can't hold you down anymore. Oh, let it go. Is it sad that I was actually thinking that this week? I was like, no one's done a Disney song podcast. I'm sure somebody's done that. I know in my household we can't we can't put down the song Hellfire from Hunchback in Notre Dame. It's always playing. Ooh, oh. nice choice. The villains mm-hmm. always have they the do. best song. Be Prepared is one of the greatest ever in the movie. We'll be and the video amazing. is amazing. And yeah. the whole, like, yeah. I used to do a whole analysis in my film when I taught film music class <laughs> because we, we were able to compare it to so many things. The imagery, like World War II and Hitler, the whole Speaking. thing. Pretty brilliant. Hey, I mean... <laughs> Poor Unfortunate no, Souls is a pretty yeah, damn good song. Also a villain song. Yeah, villain songs are the best. Uh, even in uh, uh, Frozen, I think Love is an Open Door is better than any of the other I songs. I love on that there. song. That's, that's a villain song. I hated yeah. the songs on Frozen. You have to let that go. Just let it go. Really? Yep. <laughs> Didn't like. You have to let it go. Oh, yeah, let, it go. let it go. I feel like that you brought up Hunchback. Hunchback is my Here. favorite. Disney some movie. Tonight. I see Cold Heart. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's an amazing underrated flick. Oh, yeah, speaking of, of yeah. film and thing yeah. we won't go toe to toe anymore kind of off topic no one listening can see us right now, but I want to point out as you were listening, every time the song piece of cake got brought up, Stefan would bring a piece of cake up into his video screen, take a bite. So a little extra tidbit for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the unsung hero. That's did amazing. You, did you plan that, Stefan? A little insight into the world of me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. That's awesome. Just when we didn't need a lot of insight into the world of you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.